0: This episode of No Meat Athlete Radio is brought to you by Ritual Zero Proof Spirit Alternatives. Crafted of all natural botanicals, Ritual Whiskey, Gin, and Tequila Alternatives deliver the flavor, aroma, and burn of liquor, but without the alcohol, for better hydration, endurance, and recovery. Go to RitualZeroProof.com and use promo code No Athlete for 20% off your first purchase. Ritual Zero Proof. Enjoy the ritual without the alcohol.
1: Hi, this is Hope.
0: This is Kareem.
1: Hi, this is Katie from Washington D.C. and you're listening to No Meat Athlete Radio.
0: So, Julia, I've noticed that uh, around the Slack channel, everyone's posting pictures of like their homemade bread and you know sourdoughs and stuff like that. Um, are you a bread maker at your house?
1: <laughs> no i have tried because i've had this challenge come at me a couple times and i'm like oh that can't be too difficult uh-huh. a few ingredients an oven but uh <laughs> yeah even though i'm um a certified plant-based chef i it just was like rock solid it came out of the oven no it didn't rise at all i don't know uh, what uh... i did wrong <laughs> um yeah my davy wouldn't even eat it which says a lot because he loves bread. <laughs> <laughs> have you
0: no, yeah, we're not we're not bread wickers either. Not you know, honestly, I've never even tried. I don't I don't know why I have this aversion to trying because I, I love to cook and I actually don't mind baking, but um, I don't know, I've never even tried. You know, but uh, but Thursdays are like a highlight of the week for us because our local baker um, delivers, does a is doing a like a delivery of of bread, and so every. Mm. Every Thursday she delivers our new sourdough.
1: Oh, lucky. Yeah, we have um, Ed's Bread, it's called, in Whistler, owned by a couple of awesome vegans, Ed and Natasha. And they have, uh, yeah, an all-vegan bakery in Whistler. And they just opened, like, last year, and they're killing it everyone everyone just loves Ed's bread, and they are doing like five minute pickup slots on Saturdays so you have oh, to get sweet. your order in really early because every everything just sells out they do like cinnamon buns and stuff like that too but <laughs> all really good sourdough stuff they're yeah. skilled <laughs> <laughs> nice I'll leave it to them <laughs> <laughs> well
0: speaking of carbs and and uh, and cinnamon rolls and all the <laughs> all the vegan treat- <laughs> treats today <laughs> yeah. we're going to be talking about um Weight loss and whether you know the vegan diet or the plant-based diet is a good tool for for losing weight. And I think this is a lot of well, with the growth of the plant-based diet, there is a lot of talk about how it can be a healthier alternative to you know an omnivore diet, um, a traditional diet, and it is certainly a great way for some people to completely switch things up, eat a lot more fruits and veggies, and of course lose weight. But what I think surprises many people and, and kind of surprised me when i went vegan was that pounds didn't immediately just like start dropping off mm-hmm. and i i actually am not sure that i well i'm sure i lost a little bit of weight when i went vegan but it it, it wasn't much it, it's not like going vegan was this kind of golden ticket for me to losing a ton of weight and i think that that is because not all plants are created equal right i mean there's um, you know, there's different ways to approach a plant-based diet. And so today we're going to be talking about kind of different ways, different how the plant-based diet can be a really effective tool for losing weight. And, um, you know, maybe how you would want to design your diet in order to um, to promote weight loss.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a hot topic, isn't it? With this quarantine 15 talk going on yeah. these days. Uh- Absolutely, um, everybody.
0: Yeah. Uh, yeah, I was Skype. I was Zooming with a couple friends last night for someone's birthday, and everyone was like, "Yeah, definitely putting on some weight. Yeah, yeah. definitely putting on that quarantine 15.
1: Yeah, they're like, "No, it's not the quarantine fifteen. It's the COVID 19 <laughs> <laughs> Right, that can get exactly. confusing. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, with with weight loss and going plant based, I mean, for me personally, when I went, uh, I went plant based about over a year, and I saw ten pounds come off of me just from making the transition but again that's over a year so yeah it's not the immediate thing that happens say when that's why keto is so kind of popular right now because immediately you see weight loss but that's actually not the best weight loss it's it's weight loss from water content or water in your body and it's also um, glycogen stores which is what happens when you eat carbohydrates and that's what your body really like thrives on is is glycogen and having the uh, complex carbs in your body to fuel your brain and your muscles and everything so when people get off the keto diet which happens often because it's really not sustainable um, they see the weight come back on so with whole food plant-based eating it's so great because it's a sustainable way to lose weight and keep it off but there are some points where you know some vegans gain weight because they're not eating enough whole plant foods there's also you know adrenal fatigue or hormone issues or thyroid issues um age has a factor so there are personal things that might be going on if you're you know gaining weight and going all whole food plant based But in general, whole food plant-based is amazing because whole plant foods are packed with nutrients and vitamins, minerals, phytonutrients, micronutrients, water content, and most importantly, fiber. And that fiber is what keeps you full and gets that volume in your stomach. And that's what tells your brain, you know, when your stomach is full, your brain immediately says, oh God, I'm full, so I'm going to stop eating. But that happens with plants um, because, way sooner, because you can't, actually eat too many calories when you're when you have all this fiber in the plant food so it's a perfect package for weight loss and um for your gut microbiome too uh and your gut microbiome it's so great to to get that variety of plants in your system and that fiber because um the more good gut bacteria you have in your microbiome the more anti-inflammatory you will it'll be over your entire body and also um, it'll tell your your brain what you want to eat so if you're eating a ton of sugar and you know salt and oil that kind of stuff processed foods the bad bacteria will flourish and they'll say oh I want more of that and then it tells your brain I want more of that Um, but then if you if you combat that with like whole plant foods Um, then your gut microbiome and your good bacteria will start to flourish and change your cravings. So it's super interesting. Hmm. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I think, I mean, I think that it really, it boils down to, I mean, we have kind of a a list we're going to go through here of things to consider, but, you know, but it really boils down to, to just what you said, like eating and focusing on whole plant foods, right? Because Mm -hmm. they have, they're nutrient rich, they're often calorie, you know, not super calorie dense mm-hmm. and, um, and packed with, with fiber and all the good things, water, you know, everything that your your body needs and is craving. Mm-hmm. Um, and then of course it does things like impact your microbiome.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. They're, they're kind of the perfect package. And I think the best thing that you can do is just ask yourself, um, how many whole plant foods did I eat today? And that's what we're doing with 80-20 plants. We're like aim for that eighty percent and mm-hmm. you'll you'll probably be, be great and you'll probably be um, you know, pretty surprised that it's it's not actually your diet probably doesn't have that many whole plant foods in it. If you if you write it down for a few days, your your daily journal, you'll probably see like, Oh man, I am eating like more of the twenty percent. It's like a lot more yeah. comfort vegan food happening there. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Yeah, which I, which I think is probably the the problem that that I face and and probably a lot of new vegans do is is when you're first transitioning it's easy to kind of fall back on the the you know the plant meats and um, kind of more processed foods I don't know vegan uh, mac and cheese or, or you know whatever whatever mm-hmm. you're just familiar with you're comfortable with Um and uh, and that you can kind of easily buy at the store and not have to worry too much about cooking a ton of new recipes or you know, exploring a bunch of new vegetables that you maybe have never had before. Mm-hmm. Um, and so so it's easy to kind of fall back on on these uh, more processed foods, and that's not that's not a problem at all. Like you know, I think that that's a great way to transition. And then of course, I love those processed foods <laughs> uh, now. Many years after going vegan, I mean, I, I you know, I love a good Beyond Burger every now and then, or mm-hmm. or or. or you know, I mean we we use um, we eat vegan cheeses and use vegan butter and stuff like that uh, regularly. so it's not it's not like that's a, something you should totally avoid. Yeah. Um, but when it comes to you know actively trying to lose weight, the more of that kind of stuff that you can cut,
1: mm-hmm. the
0: better. you know, focusing on the whole foods versus the processed foods. and uh, And like you said, I think if you actually wrote it down and you actually really paid attention to what you were eating, It is super easy to eat a lot of processed foods, whether, you know, Mm -hmm. whether you could make delicious, wonderful whole food hummus, for example. But if if you're not eating veggies with that hummus, if you're eating crackers or something like that, you know, lots of times they're packed with oil and they're packed Mm -hmm. with salt and they're packed with a bunch of processed things that um, are kind of negating a lot of the the benefits of, Mm -hmm. of the whole food that you're eating.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I think they definitely have a place especially if you're transitioning to a vegan diet like that you have to use every single resource possible, right, to, yeah. to use that and, and get that nostalgic feeling and, um, you know, eat the stuff that you're always used to eating because there is something for everything now. And there's no excuse um, in that world like, oh, I miss eggs. Well, now there's the just egg or I miss the burger. Which is well, really
0: good, by the way. I, oh, I my had, God, it's I had so had good. tried it for the first time recently. Yeah, yeah. I don't have a clue what it is. What is it? Chickpea something? No,
1: mung beans it's based mung on. Mung bean. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah, ah, but it, so it scrambles
0: up really well. It's, I mean, I was very impressed
1: I think that eggs are one of the hardest things for people to ditch and some some people just you know Keep it in the diet because there's there's nothing like eggs, but this is like a scramble. It's insane It is exactly <laughs> like a scramble.
0: I know so was, good for camping
1: I mean, too because it comes in that bottle and uh, you can just uh. I know you gotta get I some of that, that more in canada i think it's all sold out right now oh
0: no, yeah. Yeah. yeah um but yeah they have anyway, their place sorry.
1: and and especially beyond burgers too like if you're going to a barbecue this summer uh, hopefully it's not physical sure. distancing still but if it is uh you can do an outdoor barbecue and bring your beyond burger and feel normal you know and um and it is normal now so many meat eaters eat the beyond burger um because right. they want to because it, it's, it's healthier and it's better for the environment and the animals obviously and they see that So, uh, yeah, they definitely have their place, but yeah, minimize processed vegan foods as much as you can use it as a little sprinkle on top and, um, you know, use them because it's, it's fun and it's, it's great to be sustainable and use these comfort foods, but you know, they're more calorie dense with less nutrients and they're usually, like you said, have excess oils and salt and sugar and additives. And yeah, because they're refined or processed, they're stripped of their, uh, nutrients and fiber, and they condense further down. So, if you think about, like, even just blending up um, oats from from whole oats, blending it to a flour, immediately it's less volume. So that's going to take up less volume in your stomach, even though it's the same amount of calories. So it's a simple kind of like volume versus calories kind of picture that you can have in your head there. And and if you if you again like you think about white rice or um, or white flour, let's say. And you're grinding that fla- that into flour, the wheat into flour. And then you strip it of its nutrients and vitamins and, and make it white, and it's more processed. Um, and then it's also stripped of the fiber, which is what also fills you up too. So it's stripped of all these things that really satisfy you and tell your brain that you're full. And your body doesn't really know what to do with them exactly. Mm-hmm. So they're empty calories, meaning calories to pack on with not much benefit to the body.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And I think it's, you know, just to kind of frame everything we're talking about here, um, you know, obviously the healthiest diet you can eat, you know, arguably is a 100 percent whole food, plant based diet for longevity, for your heart, for uh, your athleticism, for everything. Right. For mm-hmm. recovery um, and for weight loss. But, mm-hmm. you know, we're not necessarily suggesting that everybody should should do that at all. Um because, you know, like we've been saying, there's there's room for processed foods. There's uh, and they they serve a purpose and we enjoy them and we recommend that most people should probably or could probably benefit from mm-hmm. or not benefit. I don't know. Yeah. About, you know what I'm saying? Emotionally. <laughs> emotionally. Sure. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah.
1: And, and avoid those kind of awkward social situations where you're bringing like rice and beans to, a don't know, a barbecue again, and just being a part of the party and, and showing that, that, you know, you can still have all of those things that you used to love Mm -hmm. and veganize them all.
0: Yeah. Mm -hmm. But if you're, if your main goal is weight loss, right? Like if you're going plant-based in order to shed 15 to 30, 45 pounds, then, um, then you're probably going to want to lean more heavily. On the whole, plant foods mm-hmm. than someone who is just going plant based to help the environment yes. or something like that, exactly. right? Mm-hmm. Um, because because depending on what your goals are, your diet could look very different and should look very different. Mm-hmm. Um, and 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 of course, with weight loss, you know, we really want to be focusing on the on the whole foods. Mm-hmm. So so talk to me about oil. We've mentioned oil a couple times and. Uh, you know, oil is definitely one of those hot topics within the vegan community. Even Matt Frazier went oil-free for a long time and now mm-hmm. kind of does a lot of reduction with oil or, or reducing the amount of oil he takes in. Mm-hmm. Um, it's definitely a tricky one because when you're eating a lot of vegetables, you're often sauteing a bunch of vegetables. You're often cooking with oil as a replacement for other things if you're baking. Um, so yeah. what do you think about oil and, and how? what are some good ways to reduce it?
1: Yeah. Well, I mean, if you think about it, a tablespoon of oil has um, about, what is it? Oil has 4,000 calories per pound. Let's go with that. And versus broccoli has 150 calories per pound. So wow. if you think about like 4,000 calories is a ton of calories and a pound of oil doesn't look like very much. Whereas a you know a pound of broccoli would just fill you right up for 150 calories. So right there... Uh, You know, I'm not huge into counting calories, but just give you an idea of where that oil Kind of lands in in the whole food plant-based versus refined food and it is a refined fat So oils are stripped from or oil comes from either, you know, avocado or olive or coconut But it's not the whole food anymore It's stripped of its fiber and nutrients and vitamins and minerals and it's simply the fat from that food so i always just yeah. tell people to eat the food instead of the oil that it that is um the processed oil that comes from it and you're getting all of the the entire package what nature intended you to get and you know it's not great for the endothelial system it's not great for you know heart disease and heart health um you like even coconut oil has just been such a big it's been a big deal in the news saying that it's you know the healthy healthiest oil to use but it's actually so high in saturated fat and that's just not good for your overall bodily systems so instead you can just water saute your veggies and you honestly don't notice any difference like if you're doing a Mm -hmm. stew then just start with your um your onions in the pan with Well, first of all, put your pan to medium heat, add the onions and let them let them just brown a little bit with nothing and then add a little bit of water to deglaze the pan. And it gets that nice caramelized onion feel without any oil at all. Um, and then if you're using, if you're doing like salad dressings and stuff, you can, (laughs) my secret ingredient, I've got a recipe on Hooked on Plants called Power to the Pickle dressing Mm. and it's pickle juice instead of using oil and it's so tasty it's like uh pickle juice and dijon and nutritional yeast i think that's it maybe some tahini and uh Mm -hmm. yeah just mix that up and put that on your salad or you could just blend your avocado up or half an avocado with some lemon juice and nutritional yeast and that's a really creamy delicious dressing um yeah so just eat the whole food version of where the oil came from and you'll be much better off
0: yeah, I, I used to think that like water sautéing sounded disgusting because it basically in my mind it was just going to, like, uh, steam the vegetables uh, or boil mm-hmm. the vegetables. But if you don't use very much, then it really it, you really barely notice a difference, and mm-hmm. if you notice a difference at all, depending on what you're cooking, and um, and yeah, it's it's just uh, it's a great way to reduce your the amount of oil, and and then if you do want to use some oil. Uh, I definitely recommend heating the pan up first and then putting a little bit of oil on because if you, mm-hmm. if it's warm, that oil will spread much quicker and uh, will coat the dish or coat the pan a lot easier than if it's cold and you feel like you need to use a lot more. That's a good um, so that's just a, a good way to kind of cut probably in half what you would. Um,
1: yeah, what you, you, would you can do use a spray bottle here. too. That would help instead oh, of nice. like a drizzle. Um, and then for Mm -hmm. roasting vegetables, you can use like balsamic instead of oil, maybe a little bit of oil if you, if you really want for that crispiness, but balsamic works great. I love doing a ton of roasted veggies with balsamic. Um, Bragg's Mm. liquid aminos is another kind of secret ingredient in the vegan kitchen. And I use that to saute veggies or roast veggies or put on popcorn. It's so good. Some Mm. Bragg's liquid aminos with nutritional yeast. It's the best combo for popcorn. (laughs) Mm -hmm.
0: Yeah. And then with dressings, I'm glad you brought that up. you know, we do a ton of like cashew ranch mm-hmm. and things like that. Yeah, you don't need any oil because there's plenty of of fat and yeah in, in the cashews, right? The yeah, avocado, definitely.
1: Right? Um, I've been doing that too, but then I've do- I've been doing like half cashews and half white beans, and it makes it even lighter. And you get the hmm. um, you know the benefits of the white beans. It's a little bit lighter, like I said, a little bit lower in calories, but you're you're getting that creaminess. So you can try that next time too. I love cannellini nice. like that. beans. Good idea. Yeah.
0: Mm. Cool. All right, well, why don't we pause here and uh, take a second to to thank our new sponsor this week. Sounds good. Today's episode is brought to you by Ritual Zero Proof. Once upon a kitchen countertop in Chicago, three friends who shared the love of great cocktails decided that they wanted to drink just a little bit less. Out of that desire, Ritual Zero Proof spirit alternatives were born. Crafted of all natural blended botanicals, Ritual whiskey, Gin and tequila alternatives deliver the flavor, aroma, and burn of classic spirits, but without the alcohol. You'll experience the notes of juniper and cucumber in the, in the gin, vanilla and oak in whiskey, and of course, blue agave and Mexican lime in tequila, among a complex range of other flavors. Simply substitute them one for one in place of liquor in your favorite cocktail, like a whiskey sour, margarita, or a gin and tonic, and you're good to go. You, you like, you like uh, you, you're a drinker, right, Julia? You like whiskey, or you like cocktails?
1: <laughs> Yeah, I like cocktails, but um, sometimes I like going out and just having a kombucha. But this sounds like a great idea.
0: Yeah, this is yeah a great alternative to something like uh, kombucha or something like that. But you know, I, I love a good cocktail. I love making cocktails. I used to in I used to be known as the guy who would always have make cocktails for the party. Cool. Um, and just kind of be constantly cranking them out. But <laughs> you know, it's hard to drink a lot of liquor, you know, without. Getting hungover, or, mm-hmm. you know, having the having the negative side effects. So this was like an awesome alternative. My wife and I have have been uh, really enjoying the gin and and the whiskey and making cocktails almost every day Which and does it uh, taste like it too? Guilt-free. Like
1: you can yeah, you just, get the wow. burn,
0: you get the like, you get all <laughs> the notes, all the flavors, you get. Yeah, it just it, it mixes blends really well so it's in a, a cocktail.
1: I was just gonna say it kind of um, goes into what we're talking about too, because you know ditching alcohol can really help with weight loss too. So, ah, so.
0: perfect! I there love you it. Go. Yeah,
1: <laughs>
0: which which leads me into this. You'll find zero calories than tequila and gin alternatives, and just ten calories calories in the whiskey, which is of course way less than uh, the alcoholic versions. They're alcohol and gluten free, no and low carb. Enjoyed by athletes everywhere as an alternative to liquor for better hydration, endurance, and recovery. Not to mention the immunity boost that comes with with drinking less, uh, which, of course, is something we could all use a little bit of right now. Mm-hmm. So go to ritualzeroproof.com, that's ritualzeroproof.com, and use promo code NOMEATATHLETE for 20% off your first purchase. Ritualzeroproof.com and use promo code NOMEATATHLETE for 20% off. Ritual Zero Proof, enjoy the ritual without the alcohol. So uh, speaking of going out, um, you know, we're not necessarily dining out at a lot of restaurants, but takeout is is kind of a big one, I think, for mm-hmm. for being able to manage uh, really what's going in your body. And when you're trying to lose weight, like, I think that that's, that's pretty important. So yeah. talk, uh, you know, what, what do you think about takeout dishes or how they impact weight, weight gain?
1: Well, they're usually packed with oil, sugar, salt, any kind of sweeteners. Um it depends obviously what restaurant you're you're doing takeout from and um so yeah, I would say just minimize it as much as you can, but also, you know, once a week is fine and if you have like a favorite restaurant that you love to support, especially during this time, I have to say like support them. <laughs> yeah, There's a lot of small yeah. businesses out there that do need the support and um, you can always just like you're at a restaurant, you can always ask for oil-free or you can ask for um uh well obviously you can ask for vegan and you can ask for all these different ways to do their their meals but yeah typically there's just more more in there that uh, you just don't know about and when you're cooking at home you just know exactly what you're putting into your food
0: right <laughs> yeah i mean restaurants they're you know they survive on having dishes that you just are craving and want to come back to you time and time again and um you know of course some places do that without oil and salt but a lot of places don't because <laughs> that's an easy way to kind of enhance a dish and make it taste really really good mm-hmm. um you know so so when you go out and you go to a restaurant you're uh, almost guaranteed to be getting way more salt and way more oil than you would uh if you were if you were cooking at home and kind of measuring it yourself yeah yeah um, exactly so you know so that's that's definitely There's a, of course, with everything, there's a time and place for going out. I love going to restaurants. Uh, But, you know, again, if, like, weight loss is your main goal, then minimizing that, um, I think, would be a benefit. Mm
1: -hmm. Recreate whatever delicious, like, pizza that you love ordering and make it whole food version at home. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah, the other thing I love recreating is is desserts. Uh, We have been doing a lot of, you know, again, this is kind of an easy way to reduce oil and reduce sugar um mm-hmm. and and uh and calories after your meal um we've been doing a lot of um banana cream
1: mm, banana ice cream which, you
0: know, banana ice cream just frozen Yum. frozen bananas in so the blender easy. with a little bit of water we add a little bit of vanilla um to kind of enhance it more Yum. my daughter loves putting rainbow sprinkles on there that's <laughs> a, her thing at the moment <laughs> here you go dad your colors yeah. uh, <laughs> Uh, you know, awesome. but it, it's like it yeah it gets the same mouthfeel as ice cream. it's oh, yeah. a heck of a lot cheaper than vegan ice cream, and um and it's you know it's delicious and it's I Net. mean I guess bananas have what about 100 calories per banana?
1: Yeah, probably that- probably around that 70 to 100 depending on the banana. <laughs> but yeah, mm-hmm. that's a great yes. idea, and and uh, yeah, you can you can get really creative with that too. I like doing like cookies and cream by adding some dates in there, and it gets like that. Mm that chunkiness um, yeah and all you have to do is get some nice ripe bananas and freeze them and then put them in your food pro- I think food processor makes them creamier than the blender what do you think
0: Ooh, I've actually never done the food oh, processor you I go. just use the Vitamix
1: that works too um, mm. but yeah, that's a great idea, and it's a whole food, so you can feel good about that, and it feels sure. like you're eating dessert
0: until you put on rainbow sprinkles. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. No longer a <laughs> they're not whole food. food. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think um, they grow in the garden,
1: <laughs> it's a sprinkle on top kind of thing, though, so that's okay. Yeah, right, right, right. Um, but yeah, to cure but that, you could, I mean, you
0: could add nuts or anything,
1: yeah, yeah. Uh, what did I add? I think I made spirulina banana ice cream once. It was green. Ooh. Oh, it was not. Actually, I don't recommend that. That wasn't my favorite. <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay, good to know.
1: Um, but yeah, there's lots of different versions you can do. Cacao. You could get get some cacao powder mm-hmm. and add that in. Yum yum. Um, but yeah, to, to cure that sweet tooth craving, you like I said, you can have some some dates on hand. As soon as that as soon as you feel that sweet tooth craving coming on, just make sure you either have some dates put that in your mouth instead of a slice of cake or cookies. They're packed with minerals, vitamins, fiber, and still so sweet and so juicy if you get those big juice medjool versions. Mm-hmm. Um, or just like a big, just a piece of fruit, you know, like you're talking about bananas or just any kind of your favorite fruit. I personally love the persimmon when it's in season. It's super sweet and tastes like vanilla pudding. Have you had one before?
0: No, I don't think I
1: have. Oh my god, you haven't had a persimmon? They're so I good. Know. I don't think so. <laughs> you have to make sure they're ripe though, because they they kind of taste chalky if they're not totally ripe. Um, but anyways, grab a piece of fruit, and again, they're they're just like nature's perfect present to us. They're bright and juicy and delicious and packed with minerals and fiber and nutrients. And I bet after you've eaten that fruit, you won't have that craving still. And if you do, you can yes. always um, you know go for a walk and distract yourself, and then come back because cravings are completely temporary hunger goes on (laughs) but so that's how you can kind of understand what the difference is between a craving and actual hunger pangs you just give yourself a little bit of time before you dive into the cookie jar and uh you're like okay that was a craving and like i said before if you're feeding yourself these sweet things constantly you know sugary um sugary things then your microbiome will start to tell you to eat more of those. The bad bacteria in there will take over and and start to tell your brain that that you want more of that. So just give it whole plant foods and and tons of fiber, and that's what it'll start to crave.
0: I like it. Sounds Mm. great. All right. So let's see. Um, We have a couple more tips here. We'll just kind of work through them pretty quickly. We've talked a lot about uh, intermittent fasting on knowing athlete radio and that's kind of you know a totally different subject or it's its own subject yeah yeah uh uh, and can can also be a really effective weight loss tool especially Mm -hmm. on a vegan diet but um but what about you know just reducing or uh, i don't know limiting food you eat before bed you know Mm -hmm. because a lot of people and myself included are often tempted to um to have a little kind of late-night snack or right-before-bed snack. Yeah. Um,
1: yeah, I think I'm that just hanging out. it's definitely the the most important time to minimize eating is about two to three hours before bed. Just because if you digest your food before you go to sleep, your body is so much happier when you're sleeping, and it's working on all the other housework that it has to do instead of digesting the food that you just ate. So it's rejuvenating your cells and detoxifying your body and you wake up feeling less puffy and less tired. You know, I think that we've all been there and like had a massive meal and gone right to bed and wake up groggy and sure. it, you know it definitely affects your it could affect your sleep too and not and you won't have the greatest sleep. Um, and with intermittent fasting, like you guys have an awesome. Episode with Pamela, Dr. Pamela R.D. All about that. So yep. maybe people can listen to that. Um, but overall, I I try to do about a 14 hour fast overnight, and that just what it's what happens naturally because I wake up, I go for a run uh, right now, doing a podcast, and then I'll eat breakfast. And I try my hardest to stop eating at like 7:30, but sometimes it goes till eight. And then you know if you're if you're social and going out for dinners, it's really hard to do that. So I find that sure. it's easy just to kind of put off breakfast until I'm actually hungry, eat and then try to try to stop eating two to three hours before bed if I can. But um, mm-hmm. that 12 hour fast at least is so great for your body.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I think 12 hours is, is remarkably easy uh, if you just put a little bit of effort into it. I mean.
1: Mm -hmm. just be mindful if you think about
0: yeah just being mindful 12 hours is 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 super easy uh and then it's easy you know it's much easier to kind of make it 13 or or 14 or something like that so Mm -hmm. yeah that that's great um yeah and you talked a little about hydration uh do you think hydration impacts Mm -hmm. weight loss at all
1: yeah definitely um it's so it's so important to just make sure that you're drinking enough water and to do that i recommend just downing a bunch right when you get up in the morning and immediately you know you have i just have a big mason jar and i try to drink that all before i go go out for my run um and then at least you've done that already for the day but it's just going to help you assimilate all of your nutrients it's going to help you flush out your systems and yeah water's incredibly important we're mostly water especially our brain so if you're not drinking enough water you can't think properly all it just affects a lot of of uh your bodily systems
0: yep Mm I, I agree. Can't, can't, can't really agree with that. I, 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 uh, I always try to, I try to do two big cups of water first thing in the morning, one kind of immediately pretty fast. Uh, and then the other one just kind of sipping on it, especially since, you know, I'm waking up, uh, and then kind of getting my daughter going, getting her dressed and getting her fed before uh, I do breakfast or coffee or anything like that. So, um, you know, it's just, it's easy to just kind of have some water and, and have that be what you're. The first thing you're doing kind of for yourself in the morning.
1: hmm Yeah, and another thing, too, is thinking about if you're drinking too many calories. Um, mm. You know, I mean, I think everyone knows how bad pop is. <laughs> I don't know. I don't think sure. we have to even mm-hmm. talk about that, but um, like what kind of drinks are you having throughout the day? Even some kombuchas are really high sugar and, and that sort of thing. So just replace that with water. Like H2O, H2O is just the best liquid that you can possibly drink. And you can you could add like some cucumber or fruit or mint or some lemon mm-hmm. there to make it exciting. Um or you know, bubble it up in a soda stream. That's what we've got. I love bubbly water.
0: <laughs> yeah, totally.
1: It's so hydrating and so um refreshing. But yeah, there's lots of ways to get yeah. get creative with your water drinking. It's exciting. Yeah,
0: I mean <laughs> I I think I think that's important because, you know, while I will drink water when I'm working out and I'll drink water you know, I always have a glass of just straight tap water. Uh, on hand, Mm -hmm. um, it like being able to mix it up just makes it, makes you drink it a lot more frequently and makes it more exciting. So like whether that's sparkling water or even, you know, herbal teas or things like that, you know, are great for hydration, Mm -hmm. um, lemon water. Yeah. Anything like that, I think is just a nice way to kind of add some variety and make sure that you're craving the water, right? If it tastes good, then you're going to want to drink it. Yeah, totally. Awesome. Well, you got anything else to keep in mind for people, for people to keep in mind?
1: Um. Well, maybe quickly some digestion tips, because a lot of people, like even through 8020 right now, we're getting a lot of questions around digestion and bloating and, and gas and all that, and just uh, not having a fun time eating sometimes, which is not mm. cool. It's not cool, you know, eating should be enjoyable and uh, you want to get all of those nutrients in your system so you can actually use them and your body can assimilate them. Naturally and well Uh, So yeah, just a few tips like first of all talking about water drink water just a little bit before your meal And don't drink water during or after because it dilutes the digestive enzymes and it'll actually Mm -hmm. hinder that nutrient assimilation So that's really important and then also be calm while you're eating and it's not woo-woo when I say this (laughs) Because your (laughs) adrenal system and your digestive system simply can't work optimally at the same time so, being stressed while you're eating completely hinders the digestive process and leads to undigested food and gas and bloating and brain fog. So, I don't, you know, I'd recommend just taking deep breath before you start eating, actually being mindful of what you're eating. I think all of us are really, um, you know, we're so connected to our devices and maybe the news is going right now or something while you're eating which you know it's not the greatest thing but it is life and it probably happens just make sure you're like not really diving deep into the news and getting so stressed out while you're eating your food (laughs) it's probably not the best combination um and then also last but not least is so simple and basic but chew your food and i'm guilty of this one too just not chewing my food enough and um you know eating fast i try to eat as slow as possible and i'm now like more mindful about that but getting in a habit of chewing your food until it's almost liquid is really important because it's the, the carbohydrate breakdown actually starts in the mouth from amylase enzyme in your saliva. So it's really important to break down the food as much as you can in your mouth before it goes right down to your stomach to help your whole body out.
0: I like it. Mm-hmm. All great tips. And I guess we should mention, uh, if you're listening to this today, so today is Thursday... April 30th, right? Yeah. (laughs) Um, Tonight, or at 8 p.m. Eastern time, so this evening if you're Pacific time, and night if you're East Coast, and anything in between from anywhere else around the world, (laughs) Um, uh, you and Matt Tolman are doing a a workshop on, on you know, on pretty much this topic, right? How to combat the quarantine 15. <laughs> yeah. Um, and it's absolutely free. Anybody can join. So if you're listening to this today and you want to hear more, a more in-depth version of this, something that's much yeah. more robust, then, uh, then uh, definitely check out tonight's workshop. Um, we don't have a special link for any athlete people, but if you go to 8020 com slash five dash simple dash hacks, then uh, it should redirect you to... Um, to the the webinar. the webinar page
1: yeah it'll be good our last webinar was all about the pantry in the quarantine and it was fun we had a lot of good questions and it's gonna be fun to do this one um i'll also leave people off with a link to check out um the broad study it was just done it's a randomized mm-hmm. controlled trial using whole food plant-based diet for obesity and heart disease and diabetes and it was done a couple years ago in new zealand and they pretty much found that the whole food plant-based diet to the best of their knowledge is, has achieved greater weight loss at six and twelve months than any other trial so wow there you go you can check that out you can That's probably just big. google yeah. it yeah broad study we'll probably talk about cool. that in the webinar too so hopefully I like it awesome we'll see you guys in there
0: Sweet. Well, thanks, Julia. This was fun, as always, and thanks, everybody, for listening. Um, And I hope everyone's staying safe and having fun.
1: Exactly. Two important things right there. (laughs) Safe and fun.
0: (laughs) Safe and fun. All right. All right. Talk to you later. Thanks,
1: Doug. Talk to you soon. Bye.